1: It is 5.08, you're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. So first up this hour, the Malaysian Bar has passed a no-confidence motion against the Attorney-General. Right, so this is a resolution declaring
0: that the Malaysian Bar has no confidence in Attorney-General Tansri Idris Harun for his, and I quote, abject failure to defend the judiciary and uphold the rule of law. This was uh, this resolution was adopted during an EGM yesterday and is in relation to attacks against the Judiciary following uh, the conviction of former Prime Minister Datuk Seri Najib Razak in the SRC International case, particularly focused on attacks that were aimed at the Court of Appeal judge Muhammad Nazlan Muhammad Ghazali, who initially convicted Najib at the High
2: Court. Now the resolution also gives uh, the bar council the mandate to uh, give notice to the attorney general to bring contempt proceedings against those responsible for attacking the judiciary. It might be worth noting that Idris um, Idris's uh, tenure expires in September. Uh, this is following an extension that was granted March the sixth.
1: So um, a fair amount of, uh, I suppose a fair amount to unpack in terms of what this entails, um, what really the expectations are, the outcome from this. Uh, we did try and reach out to the AG's office. They have not yet given us a response. Uh, you will hear from us uh, if we get an update. Uh, but in the meantime, let us know what are your thoughts on this. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 18 789 889 889, tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be speaking with Anand Raj, Secretary of the Malaysian Bar Council, so keep it here BFM 89.9
3: Beautiful festive moments BFM 89.9, 89.9 the business station
1: it is 5 you're listening to the evening edition with Sharmila Lynn and Sharad and we're talking about uh, the latest news that the Malaysian bar has passed a no-confidence motion against the AG uh, we'd like to hear from you what are your thoughts on this you can call double seven double three two nine hundred send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine tweet us at BFM radio joining us now is Anand Raj secretary of of the Malaysian Bar Council. Anand, good to have you with us.
3: Hi, thanks for having me on.
1: So, uh, first up, if you could talk us through what the thinking was behind this motion.
3: Okay, so we have to look at uh, the motion that was passed yesterday in the context of uh, what the bar had passed last year. Uh, so, take you back uh, to May of 2020, uh, 20- 22 what happened was the uh, MACC publicly announced that they were investigating uh, justice uh, Nazlan uh, in relation to the allegation uh, that there were certain amounts of money deposited into his bank account uh, so in that situation uh, the suggestion was that of uh, uh, of bribery and uh, that is why they said they would they were taking cognizance of it so the bar Took a very strong position uh, that it was uh, unusual, uncharacteristic and unlawful for the public announcement of an investigation into a judge. Uh, because since the law was amended in 2009, uh, we take the view that any such uh, investigation, uh, if one needs to be commenced, has to be done uh, first by informing the judiciary. That is the, the new protocol following the 2009 amendments. And certainly there was no cause to publicly announce the name of any judge uh, who was being investigated. And uh, you know uh, it's open to anyone to lodge any uh, complaint of bribery against any uh, public official, but uh, it is not right to announce that publicly at the outset because we don't know where an investigation will go. And in any case, uh, in relation to judges, the judiciary, the chief justice must be consulted first. Now, somehow from that point, uh, there was a quantum leap from an allegation of bribery to what MECC did in February of this year. Uh, and that is they issued a report uh, which purports to conclude that there was a conflict of interest. So somehow, from an allegation of bribery, it turned into a conflict of interest. Now, conflict of, conflicts of interest, if they do exist, uh, are not within the purview of macc. Uh, what was alarming was the timing of the release of that report, which was just a few days before two important federal court uh, decisions uh, in the Harris Ibrahim case, as well as the uh, review of uh, the former prime minister's case. So the timing of that report being released Uh, is really very poor, a very poor judgment, and one wonders if there's anything else behind it. And one must also be cognizant of the fact that that we now have two federal court decisions, two federal court decisions, uh, to the effect that there was no issue of conflict of interest uh, and that no conflict actually arose. So the position that, uh, or rather the conclusion that MECC purported to take was contrary to two federal court decisions. I mean, the federal court has the last say on such things. So MACC uh, have really no right to be making such a report, much less concluding, reaching those conclusions, contrary to what the federal court found. Even when you look at their finding, uh, it's a rather strange finding because the rule that they claimed uh, was uh, breached was the rule that says that a a sitting judge uh, in his conduct or her conduct shouldn't do anything that gives rise to a conflict of interest. Um, And so that rule applies when one is already a judge and has no application to what uh, one's vocation was or what one's position was before one becomes a judge. So even the rule was quoted out of context.
2: Anand, so, can I just ask you a quick question? Because uh, this resolution is targeting the AG's chambers and the AG himself, what about the, the MACC? And the fact that the head of the MACC has had an extension of his tenure, do you think uh, that dimension has been addressed?
3: So the couple of um, issues in your question, uh, let me just address that uh, one by one. So it's been reported in a number of uh, 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 media outlets that we uh, passed a motion of no confidence against the AG. That is correct, but that's not the only thing that was passed yesterday. So let me just take you through. We reaffirmed our commitment to defend the independence of the judiciary and the rule of law. We condemned the actions of all persons who had undermined the independence of the judiciary and uh, scandalized the administration of justice. We admonished the minister in the prime minister's department. We declared no confidence in the attorney general. That is one of, uh, I think, six things that we passed. Uh, we deplored the action of MACC in the making of the report, the timing and manner in which it was issued, and the purported conclusion. And finally, the Malaysian Bar mandated the Bar Council to give notice to the attorney general to bring contempt proceedings against uh, anyone who is responsible for the attacks on the judiciary, failing which uh, the Bar Council shall consider and if deem fit Uh, take action. So there were a number of things passed. So in relation to the extension of the MACC commissioner, uh, it was interesting that that uh, news of that broke at the same time our EGM was being held. Um, I I don't know uh, what kind of a coincidence it was, but um, there you have it.
0: So if if I were to follow up on the uh, resolution mandating the Bar Council giving notice to the AG to bring contempt proceedings against people responsible for attacking the judiciary, must he comply with this? What happens if he doesn't?
3: So we cannot compel the Attorney General to take action. Uh, We have called upon, uh, we are calling upon the Attorney General to take action. Uh, We have uh, um, been dismayed by the lack of any public uh, statement coming from the attorney general on this issue. Uh, it has been going on for at least a year, uh, and the, the attorney general has really not made his position clear publicly on this issue. So that is a matter of great concern it's because uh, as the custodian of the public interest, uh, when the judiciary is undermined in this way or is attacked in this way, Uh, It is the Attorney-General, it is incumbent upon uh, the Attorney-General to take action to defend the judiciary. And uh, so far, nothing has been done that we can see.
1: So, in an interview with uh, Free Malaysia Today, the Bar Council President, Karen Chia, said that in the event that Idris Haran's uh, contract is extended, uh, that there are, and I'm quoting here, several options available for the Bar Council to consider. What are those options?
3: I think uh, for now, uh, we want to see if the Attorney General will, in fact, take a position. And uh, if that is not forthcoming, I think uh, we will have to consider the options. For now, I think it would be prudent not to, to go into a public dis- discussion of that. It really is for the Attorney General to take action, especially when it comes to contempt of court.
0: And overall, how does this motion fit into larger expectations around the Attorney General and how he carries out the duties of his office?
3: So, in this area, uh, when in relation to the attacks on the judiciary, we have to say we are tremendously disappointed that the Attorney General has kept his uh, has kept a public silence. There are many many things that uh, fall on the desk of the Attorney General, and there are many initiatives uh, and many demands uh, of the law. Uh, in many of those areas, the attorney, we are on the same page as the Attorney-General. It is just on the, in relation to the attacks on the judiciary, we are, as, as I've said, disappointed that he has kept a public silence so far.
2: Anand, you, the Bar also admonished the conduct of the Law and Institutional Reform Minister, Datat Sri othman uh, Uthman Syed, uh, Who? Could you explain to us what exactly went wrong there?
3: So... As I had explained at the outset, MACC purported to make a finding of conflict of interest, which is completely outside their powers. Uh, They are a body set up to battle corruption, not issues of conflict of interest. So when they made that uh, report, uh, which is uh, questionable in itself, and they wrote to the minister, uh, we we really don't think it is for the minister to publicize the finding uh, in that report. So, yes, she was not responsible for the making of the report. That came from MACC. But why was there a need to publicise that the content of the report? Surely the minister knows that MACC was not established to make findings of, uh, a purported findings or conflicts of interest relating to judges.
1: Anand, so what happens next? I mean, what are we keeping our eye on?
3: We really are hoping that the Attorney General will break his public silence, and take the necessary steps. Uh, and if for any reason the Attorney General is not uh, prepared to or not uh, open to taking uh, any steps is what we uh, we envisage, then really there should be some public statement coming out of the Attorney General's office to explain why we are where we are. Uh, just to repeat, the Federal Court has, made, uh, has ruled twice that there was no conflict of interest. So for these uh, reports to continue uh, to come out, these uh, uh, purported reports and these statements to continue to be made, it really does uh, affect the administration of justice.
2: Anand, does this has come down to the question of the politicization of these institutions, uh, that they are deeply embedded in relationships with political parties? Is that what we are see, we're seeing in this particular case? I
3: think there's a lot that goes into that uh, question. Um, I mean, it, it presumes that I know all the links uh, and all of what is going on. I, I don't think that uh, that, uh, that that's something that I, I would be able to comment on. Yes, that criticism can be made, uh, but I think uh, if you know the rules are there, uh, principles on independence of the judiciary, the separation of powers, and how each institution really uh, needs to uh, to to stick to to, to their own. Uh, Uh, of uh, parameters when it comes to performing their functions all those rules are there Uh, it shouldn't be for us to have to repeat and repeat them and to remind them uh, where the boundaries are the fact that we are seeing that some of these boundaries are getting blurred uh, might suggest that there is politicization but I'm not in a position to conclude.
1: Anand thanks for speaking with us today.
3: Thank you so much.
1: That was Anand Raj, Secretary of the Malaysian Bar Council, uh, helping us uh, really understand this—the uh, latest news that the Malaysian Bar has passed a no-confidence motion against the Attorney General. Uh, we would like to hear from you. What are your thoughts on this? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, tweet us at BFM Radio, BFM eighty nine point nine.